the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So the headline on WDTN.com, that's a television station, I believe an ABC affiliate, in Dayton. The headline says, Ohio Planned Parenthoods Stop All Abortions. That headline came out this morning at 9.45 a.m. Now, the ACLU filed a lawsuit yesterday trying to get the injunction that was granted Friday night, putting Ohio's heartbeat bill into effect which does not allow for abortions in the state of Ohio once a fetal heartbeat can be detected, once a baby's heartbeat can be detected, which is five, six weeks, a period at which a lot of women don't even know they're pregnant, don't suspect being pregnant. So basically it would end abortion in Ohio. Yay. And ACLU lawyers were in court saying, ah, you know, Ohio's constitution is uh, different than the federal constitution, and so please allow us to kill babies. And now I see this headline that Planned Parenthoods across Ohio have stopped all abortions. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm just st- shocked. Not because they have no legislative workaround. Not because of any reason other than I've been told repeatedly, as have you, that abortions are what percent of Planned Parenthood's business? 50%? No. They not... They do not confess to it being 50%. 40%? No. Or 60%? No. They tell you abortions are 3% of Planned Parenthood's business. 3%. They do health screenings and cancer screenings and this and that and the other. And So it's surprising to me that a business like Planned Parenthood, by its own admission, would have its business impacted by... 3% if it's no longer able to do abortions. And less than a week after having its business restricted by only 3%, they're all shut down. They need help from Clarity HR over there because they got problems, man. They can't stay in business with for a week with only 3% of their business taken away? Something's wrong. <laughs> oh... I have a leftist tears tumbler, and I do think that's one of the funniest things the Daily Wire's ever done is make a tumbler with the words leftist tears on it because the leftist tears are flowing so abundantly in the aftermath of this decision to overthrow Roe versus Wade. Uh, here's a quote from Iris Harvey, president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of Greater Ohio. It's been just over three days since the U.S. Supreme Court decision that overturned Roe v. Wade, and four days since Ohioans had their right to abortion stripped away. 
and limited to just six weeks of pregnancy. It's hard not to lose hope in a moment like this. But we're going to keep going to fight for Ohioans to get the health care they need and deserve. And when they need it, and Planned Parenthood will be right with you in that fight. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's, uh, that is your right. You can certainly do that. Not going to say you can't do that. But um, the fact that your business is shutting down with only 3% taken away, I do find that shocking. I do admit that I find that shocking. Now, I do not find this shocking, nor will you, I don't think. An overwhelming and growing majority of Americans say the United States is headed in the wrong direction. They must not know that this is the strongest economy ever. They must not know that Afghanistan was a resounding success. Extraordinary success. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to misquote the president. Extraordinary success. He called the withdrawal from Afghanistan. They must not know that the border is closed. Corinne Jean-Pierre said that the other day. Would Corinne Jean-Pierre say it if it weren't true? No, because everything Corinne Jean-Pierre says is written down for her to say. And certainly no one in the Biden administration would write anything down for her to read to you that's not 100% true. But nevertheless, according to a new poll, 85, 85% of U.S. adults say the country is on the wrong track. 85%. Now we're getting somewhere. Because I always, when I see this, 65% of Americans say the country's on the wrong track. I don't hear that number. I hear 35% of Americans think the country is doing great. And I wonder, is Joe Biden's family that big? That they comprise 35% of America? Well, now the percentage that thinks the country's on the right track is down to 15%, which is Joe and Jill and his brother Jim and his son Hunter, and all the hookers he slept with. That accounts for 15% of the American population. 79% of U.S. adults describe the economy as poor. So there's still 21 people, 21% of the people who are living in a delusion. Inflation is, is a much bigger issue with people clearly than Joe Biden's bragging about his 3.6% unemployment rate. Yes, because you can be uh, you can be employed but you don't get a re- you know every time gas prices goes go up, do you get called in the office and go, "Hey, good news, Bill. We're going to increase your hourly pay by 40 cents to keep up with the rise in gas prices." I don't think Bill has that conversation. I don't have that conversation. No employee that I know of has that conversation. 39% of Americans, according to this poll, it's an Associated Press poll, so it's somewhat legit, Associated Press and the Center for Public Affairs Research. 39% of Americans approve of Biden's leadership overall. What? What? 39% of Americans? So 39% of Americans are such weenies, they can't live in a country where the president tweets snarky things. That's what that tells me. Because the only thing Joe Biden can do or not do better than Donald Trump is harness his Twitter outrage. 
60% of Americans disapprove. So 60% of the country sane, 39% of the country insane. The president gets hit even harder on the economy with 69% saying they disapprove of him on this issue. 43% of Democrats, 43% of Democrats disapprove of Biden's handling of the economy and only 14% of Democrats say things are going in the right direction. That is down <laughs> that is down 7% from May and he's lost in April 29% of Democrats said the country was heading in the right direction. 29%, now it's 14%. He in 2 months has lost Half of his true believers. Half. Here's a quote from a woman 66 years old in North Carolina. I'm a Democrat, so I voted Democrat, but that's going to change. She's not crazy. She's not crazy. Uh, Joe Biden, in an interview with the AP, said that the decline in his popularity traces to the increase in gas prices that began a year ago. Nope. Nope. Quick quiz, kids. When did Joe Biden's popularity begin to plummet? When did it begin to plummet? If you said the feckless, inept, impotent withdrawal from Afghanistan, you win the prize. Because that is exactly when the nation started to look at him and see an incapable, unengaged, weak leader. And that is when Xi Jinping, Vladimir Putin, and others around the world realized that if you're going to get one over on the United States, now is the time to get one over on the United States. Because the light may be on in the White House, but nobody's home. The light may be on, but nobody's home. And whenever Joe Biden steps in front of a podium, whenever he's not on script, whenever he is speaking extemporaneously, he makes a mistake. And it reinforces the belief that not only is he vulnerable, but the country is vulnerable. He made another one of his legendary gaffes today at the G7. We'll play it for you next. So Joe Biden today is at the G7 press conference, and he took questions. He was not asked about the 53 migrants who were baked to death in the back of a semi in San Antonio, which tells you a little bit of where the White House press corps' mind is. But he was at the podium doing what Biden does whenever he can do it, which is brag on himself. And so he was talking about Finland and Sweden joining NATO. Except, well, Finland and I thought it was Sweden. Was it or not? Some of the American press will remember when I got a phone call from the leader of Finland saying, could he come and see me? And he came the next day and said, will you support my joining my country, joining NATO? We got on the telephone. He suggested we call the leader of, of Switzerland. Switzerland, my good, my goodness, I'm, I'm getting really anxious here about expanding NATO. Oh, Sweden. 
Switzerland, Sweden. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of the same country, right? <laughs> Do they make watches in Sweden? Uh, I don't think so. Is Sweden known for its cheese? No, I don't think so. Switzerland, Sweden, whatever. Potato, patata. I wish we could call the whole thing off. Biden's presidency, that is. Okay. He was also talking about his favorite nemesis, Vladimir Putin. And he sounded, well, it sounded a little bit like Marsha Brady. Ultimately, the reason why gas prices are up is because of Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. He sounds like Jan. He sounds like uh, uh, Jan Brady on the old Brady Bunch. Russia, Russia, Russia. Mm. <laughs> Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden. Now, I gave you those poll results where even Democrats have deserted him. The poll was conducted after the Roe versus Wade decision came out. So the big elect bounce that Joe Biden is planning on because of the evil Supreme Court that overreached by giving away its power to the states. I don't know, but I would tend to say that if 78% of Democrats after the Roe versus Wade decision still say the country's headed in the wrong direction under Joe Biden's leadership, uh, maybe that's not a good sign for the upcoming midterm elections. Now, Joe Biden, of course, was not the only one saying stupid things at the G7 summit. Here is the man with the worst haircut among world leaders ever, uh, Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson. need more women in positions of power. If Putin was a woman, which he obviously isn't, but uh, if he were... I really don't think he would have embarked on a crazy, macho war of, ingra- of invasion uh, and violence in the way that he has. If you want a perfect example of toxic masculinity, it's, it, it's what he's doing in, in Ukraine. Toxic masculinity. If Putin were a woman, which he is not. No, he is not. I've seen him uh, shirtless on a horseback. He's definitely not a woman. If Putin were a woman... He would not have entered Ukraine, according to Boris Johnson. Well, I guess we can be glad that Putin is a man, not non-binary, because think of it. If if Vladimir Putin were non-binary, his pronouns would be they, them. And there'd be more than one of him. And we're having all kinds of problems with just one of him. So I'm really glad that Vladimir Putin's preferred pronouns are he, him, singular, because I can't deal with multiple Putins. (laughs) <laughs> nor nor could Joe Biden. He can't even deal with the one that he's supposed to be dealing with. Oh, oh, oh. Now, this is sad news. I went to a rural Ohio high school whose mascot was the tiger. Now, that's not unusual in the state of Ohio. I did a study of this one time when I was young and dumb and had nothing but time on my hands. The tiger is the most popular mascot of all Ohio high schools. And so I was fascinated with tigers. The Columbus Zoo and Aquarium announced yesterday that a tiger has died of complications with COVID-19. The zoo announced on its Facebook page that a 14-year-old tiger named Jupiter 
died Sunday after developing pneumonia caused by COVID-19. National Geographic says, when they should know, certain types of animals, including big cats, are particularly susceptible to catching the coronavirus. Jupiter was receiving long-term treatment for chronic underlying illnesses, which made him more susceptible to this virus. Jupiter is the first and only animal to succumb to COVID-19, according to the Columbus Zoo. I'm really surprised that only one tiger has died because I think it's probably pretty hard to put a mask on a tiger. I wouldn't want that job. Also, probably hard to get tigers to observe proper social distancing since, you know, tigers are are cats and the cats have a mind of their own. If you have a cat, you know, cats have a mind of their own. They don't come when you call them. They don't answer to their name. These cats sort of just do cat things. And if you tell them to socially distance, they're not going to do it. They're always rubbing up against your leg. and So what, I think we should count ourselves fortunate that we have only one tiger die of COVID complications at the Columbus Zoo. And I've not heard of a tiger death outbreak of COVID around the state of Ohio. I'm going to uh, assume that it's not been an issue. Now, uh, this uh, could be an issue. Remember Paxlovid? Paxlovid was supposed to be the miracle drug that you'd take it in pill form and it would cure COVID. COVID gone. Take Paxlovid, COVID gone. Well, according to NBC News, Pfizer's antiviral pills are highly effective at keeping people with COVID out of the hospital. Maybe Jupiter should have taken Paxlovid. But there are growing reports that patients treated for the coronavirus with Paxlovid can experience a second round of the disease shortly after recovering. Maybe Jupiter did take Paxlovid. Infectious disease experts stress that cases of apparent viral rebound when someone gets better and then soon gets sick again following COVID treatment are not cause for alarm. Huh? Infectious disease, let me read that sentence again. Infectious disease experts stress that cases of apparent viral rebound, when someone gets better and then soon gets sick again, following COVID treatment, are not cause for alarm. Wait a minute, didn't we do a whole year plus of having alarm in abundance every time somebody tested positive for COVID, whether they were sick or not, whether they had symptoms or not? Now we're being told that the COVID pill, which I thought the COVID pill was supposed to get rid of COVID, not give you COVID times two. It's not a cause for alarm if you get COVID. If you get it from the pill or you or you get it from the vaccine, that must be good COVID. I don't know. If you get it from a tiger, my guess is that'd be bad COVID. Because the COVID would probably be the least of your worries if you're close enough to a tiger to get it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.